Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. What's good, Internet? It is January 6, 2017. We are coming to you live over the Internet from our various locations in the world. And I have breaking news. There are robots having having a conversation on Twitch. I was just going to ask if people have been watching this because it's been my favorite thing to watch. I'm not watching it, but I'm watching people watch it, and they're letting me know the cool <laughs> shit that is going down. Daniel Riendo, Patrick Klepik. Welcome to Waypoint Radio, episode 20-something, 27? 28. 28. 28. How are you guys doing, other than watching robots chat? I mean, you know what? Preferable to other things happening in life. Accurate. (laughs) Accurate. It snowed here last night, finally, which means it's really winter. It's actually the winter now. Yeah. Uh, it's negative two right now, so ooh, that's cool. No, that's not. It's not that here. Thankfully. No, it is cool. Like it's True it's winter. cool. It's, like it's literally cool. Mm, mm, yeah. Okay. It's only thirty here, so I I, I can live like this forever. Ooh. Like spending the time I spent in Canada basically cool. means yeah. like mm-hmm. I'm all right all winter. Basically, I, I, my heat could break and I'd be okay. You know. <laughs> so I don't know about that one. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I did. I was there for seven. I had the opposite problem because I lived in California for like three, almost four years. And so I got weak. I got so weak from that. You know, I lived, I lived in the Boston area my entire life until I was like 28 and then moved to California. I was like, oh, this is so nice. I can run in my shorts all year long. And I came back here last year and I was just like, oh God, it's just the, the, the shielding that you have as a new, as a Northern climate person, just, it goes away. It goes away. It doesn't take that long either. Like I spent a year in California, and that was it for me. And then I moved right from there to Canada. And so that first year in Canada, in Ontario, was rough. But it's it's okay yeah. now. Everything I, I've kind of uh, I've kind of brought that that cold bloodedness back to to New York, and I'm bringing. I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. How has everyone's week been? I've been gone. I I did it. I did the thing that everyone's been insisting I do, which was sleep. It. Kind yeah, let's not let's don't get too sad. I haven't been in the office all week. I I've only answered a few hundred emails. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like getting in like getting in a hot tub and just like, yo, let's answer some emails. I, I can't not I can't I can't. If I'm not doing something with my day, I can't sleep I at night. It's really hard. It's really That's tough. Weird you Okay. It's a conundrum. It's a it's a you tough You do you. It's tough. Like I, so the the it's, huh? It's a thing where like if I don't use enough brain power, it has to happen. Like I have to use a little bit. I have to use a certain amount in order to sleep yeah. at night. Otherwise, I just don't I'm sleep. I'm the same at way. Night. I have to um, work out every day, and I have to do something intellectually challenging, or else my brain will go haywire, and I will just start 
I don't know, staring at the wall, thinking about how the world will end. So I understand. I don't. <laughs> I don't have this this problem. I thoroughly enjoyed doing jack shit and going to I, sleep. That's a good. That's, that's a good healthy. way to live that's life. I, I wish I was there for you with with you. I really do. I've been. I've been like. I have been doing stuff that I wouldn't normally be doing, which is like. I've been playing a lot of Hitman this week, which is a game I mentioned on Monday that I really enjoy now, uh, that I'm actually letting myself play it. Um, but normally, like, this would be a time when I'm like, I gotta get, gotta get ahead of some new releases. I gotta, like, play some stuff for, not review, but, like, for impressions. And I've been doing some of that, but I've actually been playing a lot of Hitman, and I really still like Hitman. I don't want to, like, keep going down this road, but... It's a good ass game. It's a good ass video game. So I need to play that. I re- I really I I want to get around you do. to is season does season two start at some point? Like yeah, is I don't there... know when, but like there's I'm finding myself like I, I'm mad I missed the the uh, all of the not mad I'm, I'm like mad at myself that I let myself miss all of the challenges the um what are they called elusive targets uh but there's still just like so much in that package that like, is this going to keep me busy for a long time? It's really nice to be like hop in and do one of the escalation missions and like do a couple of steps of that. And then like, Hey, I've made some progress tonight. Peace. Um, it's, it's just a really enjoyable, funny game, like really well written. The Hitman is good. So, so you should, uh, definitely check that out. If you had played it before your list, would it have been higher than number 10? (laughs) Yeah. Like there's no doubt. Like, I would have been a contender for the top gotcha. spot at this point. Like again, I'm really I'm only like 11 hours in. Maybe by the time I'm like deep, 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 deep into it, I would be like, no, nah, I'm burnt out on it. Maybe it doesn't hold up as well as it could or whatever. But like, it's exactly my sort of game. Like, it's it is. I, I also feel like we um we have missed out the ideal way of playing the game, which is to say, uh, doing so in small chunks yep. and then like enjoying this the episodic mm-hmm. stuff yep. like is a way to not burn out on that game and enjoy it in a way that all it seems like a lot of other people have where it's like, hell yeah, like there's some new Hitman stuff out. Gonna jump in that. I'm um, still not, the thing that's that's interesting is like, it's still, it, the episodic content or the, the episodic structure is still clear in the way the game's content is spread out, which is to say that like the Paris and Sapienza maps have way more stuff for them than the most recent like Colorado and Japan maps, Hokkaido maps, which like have a few extra little, like, escalation missions. But Paris and Sapienza have just, like, a ton. So even even just looking at it now, it, it feels like if you just went through all of the stuff, like, straight through, you would get burned out on those early maps. So, like, the way I've been doing it is going to a map, do the main story thing so I can, like, get an opportunity, which, like, you can follow to kind of, like, figure out bits of the map and then go back through and do the, a bunch of the escalations and then maybe go back and do the main hit again a different way and then like move on like i'm trying my best not to like get caught up on the like i need to 100 percent this straight through thing i want to i want to like treat it like it's a buffet i kind of like oh yeah let me take a little bit of hokkaido today let me do a little colorado let me do let me do some sapienza um and that the way i'm doing it that way is like really rewarding so i'm i'm way into it for sure what uh what, what have you two been up to this week you playing anything I know, Patrick, you're playing Let It Die. Did a nice little stream the other day. That was pretty rad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let It Die seems, um, I don't know. It's fascinating. <laughs> like, I, I, I said it's good, but I don't know what, like, what that means yet. Uh, but Uncle Death is good. Uncle Death is very like, good. Uncle Death is very good. Uncle Death should have been on my life like weeks ago. <laughs> Uncle Death Uncle should Death have been could, in our uh, let, let It Die might yeah. not have made my top ten list, but I might have found a way to put Uncle Death on there. 
somehow against, against the rules been at waypoint high. Like that's a, a a serious like a problem with doing a big like spread like that is you have to commission art for it like a month before anybody sees it, and that was yeah. before I knew who Uncle Death was, and so. Uncle Death didn't make didn't make it into our into our final you know waypoint high like Should have schedule, been a but like teacher or something like something really yeah maybe he'll maybe he'll stick around for next I don't we'll see maybe I don't he'll know, be around but... next year yeah yeah I just uh, I, I scratched the surface of it like I don't I don't really know a whole lot of like what's the game overwhelms you with a lot of systems yep. it does a very bad job of explaining itself like if you are familiar with roguelikes uh, and and games of uh, of its ilk like you can sort of see the terminology yeah. they're using, because it uses a lot of, like, goofy, like, let-it-die-specific terminology about, like, how its systems work. But it's basically but if you've never still... played one of these before, like, you're, like, it's, it's, there are, like, it introduces, like, 15 systems within the first 15 minutes of the game. Yeah. And even me, who was, like, I know what all these things do, but, like, the way you're presenting them is is in a way that's going to turn off a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people in the chat were just, like, you're not going to encounter most of these for like hours into the game, yep. so just like take a breath and, go and, punch and like play the game and go punch stuff. Um, it's just it's it's very charming. The uh, the it's the most grasshopper game I've played probably since No More Heroes. Yeah. Um, and and I like I like when Suda is being Suda, yeah. and I like it more when it's matched with a game that's fun to play, which is not always that the case with Grasshopper stuff. No. And it wasn't even necessarily always the case with No More Heroes, which is a game like I liked more. I liked talking about No More Heroes more than I enjoyed playing No More Heroes. Um, there are a lot of things I liked about that series that just, uh, yeah, got very repetitive. It got in its own and, way a lot, I think. Like, it's, yeah. it's, if it had just been like, okay, well, I'm here to serve up the style. I'm here to serve up, like, a few really cool boss fights and like everything else don't even worry about it it would have been a much a higher ranked in my in my you know canonical list of suda games so and, and also what i worry about and people were saying it i shouldn't run into it too much but uh is you know i'm immediately distrustful of a free-to-play game yeah. because immediately you go all right where's where are the walls mm-hmm. like where are the things that I'm going to brush up against that you're going to ask money from me from. Fuck. And like after the experience of Super Mario Run, yeah. where it's just like, you, hey, it's free. And then you pay the thing and you get all the stuff. Like you're good. Walk away. Yep. Like I don't, I don't know how this game operates it. I don't know how. Did you the, get, my understanding is that. I'll, did you get to the first thing that they ask you for money for? Like the first. I mean, there's a couple things, right? Like there's, 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 uh, there's like a, a fancier elevator that yep. you can ride. That I think gives you some bonuses. There's it's a fancy like an insurance policy. Nice. An insurance policy you can buy. Did you see the insurance? Did you get to that? I didn't get a chance to watch the stream. But did you get your first insurance policy? I did. I, yeah, I did. That like whole delivery is so good. Like it's it's kind of weird because like it feels like the return of an arcade system of like oh yeah just put another corner to keep playing. Yeah. But like the presentation on her explaining the insurance policy package is like. Yeah, uh-huh. I've been in that meeting. I've I've taken that meeting before. It's I love it. Yeah, it felt like a meeting with HR at a new job. Yep. yep. Except you're saving me from you saving me from the chat telling me that I could So, there are mushrooms in this game that you can eat. Like Super and, Mario Run. This is exactly direct parallel. Um and they some of them give you uh you can either uh eat them uh or you can throw them. Right. And like so there are different attributes like one uh you know is uh makes enemies fall asleep. Okay. And so you can you can throw it, 
like like you should, or you can be like me and be an idiot and eat it, and then you just fall asleep for twenty seconds. Like your character like doesn't get any bonuses. I think you get a little bit of health, but you just fall asleep. But from what I understand, uh, some of them, some of the, the the mushrooms that might seem dangerous can give you unexpected bonuses. You kind of have to experiment with them. And so I, tr- I I trusted the chat when they said eat the one that says it's a bomb. They said it gives you more strength, Patrick. and I was like, okay, like that seems wrong. Patrick. But maybe, but maybe. <laughs> So instead, I ate, I ate it and exploded, and it, it didn't kill me, but it, it got close. God. Screw you, chat. You know. Well, you got to keep uh, letting us know how your "let it die" experience is going because I'm very the characters you find when you die. It re- your your characters exist in the world, and they're called haters. They're called haters. That's pretty good. They're called haters. They're called haters. Mm-hmm. I I don't have time for any of these haters. Like it's I don't. I gotta kill them with my fists. <laughs> <laughs> they explode. And I, I am dedicated in this game. Uh, there are some lots of different weapons, and there they're are bizarre and strange. Um, and I am now firmly committed into uh, the camp of I have uh, a, st- a steamer that is very weak and does not do much uh, damage to the enemies, but apparently can be w- one of the best weapons in the game if you just decide to go right into that upgrade tree. Uh, I'm going to so get that so steamer the upgrade fully tree, upgraded and kick some ass. So the upgrade tree is both like there's two things. It's like there's the equipment upgrading where like, oh, hey, I'm going to I'm going to build equipment back at home base. And there's also just like as you use the same weapon over and over again, you get better and better and better with it. Yeah, this is so let it die. Yeah, Let It Die is uh, similar in some ways to... There are different types of roguelikes, right? There are roguelikes that uh, every instance into the world is is singular. So a Splunky, for right. example. Like, you don't gain anything by playing Splunky over and over except experience with how the game works um, and understanding and being uh, better equipped mentally for the challenges you're going sure. to face. But you don't, like, get, have better health or, or, or stronger because you've played the game for a thousand hours. You're just smarter about playing it. Um let it die is sort of like a rogue legacy sort of game where you can purchase upgrades, find blueprints. Um, uh, you know, yes, as you use your fist, you level up your fists. If you use the steamer, like me, who is using the steamer, you, you can level up your steamer, uh, and those things persist uh, uh, permanently, so that when you die and start a new fighter, um, you can uh, continue on uh, and, and have those things. So you start out stronger uh, as a base, right? Um, uh, and I mean, there's like crazy. You can be raided in this game. Mm-hmm. People can steal from your, your bank. You when your fighters that you're done with. That you don't want to use anymore, you can assign to go like raid other worlds, and they can bring things. This game's got, there's a lot going there's on. There's a in this lot game. going on, which is which is not what I expected. I actually thought it would be. I've like, no. seen it a few times at different shows and stuff. I was just kind of like, yeah. I was like, this game is garbage. I have no interest in ever playing it. Sorry, Suda. Yep. Turns out <laughs> it just doesn't show well. That's a thing that happens sometimes, right? It's like yeah. games don't always show well at shows where like the either. It's not a good idea to just play this on a crowded, loud, like, convention floor. Or, like, it's just going to take a while. You just have to let it wash over you and, like, dig deep into its systems before it makes any sense or is interesting in any way. Or, just, like, the demo is not a good cut of the game. Like, the demo is just the combat, which is missing all of the charm of that game. Or not all of it, but a lot of it. And so, like, yeah, okay, like, I'm glad this was a nice surprise at the end of the year, so... Yeah. Also, don't say free to play because then I don't want to play your game. Right. Sorry, right. like I, I know it's irrational. Like I know that's bad. And as like a journalist, I'm supposed to be like, no, I should judge this game on its merits. But like, come on, Fine. if you say free to play, like I immediately just start my eyes glaze over. Right, right. Especially when it's like from a, a studio that you were hoping would give you a fully featured, like emphasize that stuff at least. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. 
Danielle. Oh, and I killed I killed Alex Navarro Wait, in the Alex, game. Oh, he was the he? first hater I found. Yeah, uh, that sounds all right. That sounds Fuck like that you're, guy. Yeah, this is why I hired you. Go play some. Go play some ska. <laughs> nice. uh, that was mean. That was mean. Why? I, I, no doubt's fine. They're ska, right? Yeah. They're, mm, you know. Yeah. Ska like, like a rogue like ska like. They yeah, they're yeah. they were like crossover ska. Yeah. They they certainly were more ska before they broke anyway. Yeah. Ska cinematic uh, universe. Danielle, how are you? How, I'm how have you good. been this week? My most exciting thing this week was going back to Brazilian jiu-jitsu in real life. That's fun. Oh, shit. Well, time. tell us about that. Okay. I mean, you know, it's it's basically grappling. It's like sport grappling. It's like real wrestling, but submission wrestling. So you, you get okay. somebody into a position where you're going to choke them out or break their arm, and then they tap out. It's right. really fun. Because otherwise, you'll choke them out or break yeah, their arm. Yeah, they might, they might go to sleep or break something. So, you know, it's pretty good. I'm going nice. to an actual Greco-Roman wrestling seminar Ooh. on Sunday. I'm going to learn some of that. Of course you are. Good stuff. <laughs> the most Danielle Riendo thing possible. Yeah. Right. Is it before or after you save someone's life? Um, yeah, I'm probably going to be on my ambulance on Saturday night. So, yeah. I'm going to do a little, okay, you yeah. know, save a life, Whoa. choke a person, you know. These are the things. Balance hey, balance in the These universe. Are the things you do with your Do you have life. any Greco-Roman experience? Only a tiny, tiny, tiny amount. Like what once. break down for us the break down for us like the stylistic difference between Brazilian jiu-jitsu, jiu-jitsu and mm-hmm. Greco-Roman wrestling. Well, not an expert. As an expert. Yeah. <laughs> I've done a lot more Brazilian jiu-jitsu than Greco-Roman wrestling. Uh, however, I believe the main difference in the sports, at least the, like, sports application. I mean, because uh, mm-hmm. jiu-jitsu is also, like, a self-defense, like a martial yeah. art. But there's also a competitive sport aspect to it. Um, and people obviously train it a lot if they do MMA. I'm, like, I found an MMA gym this week, and it was the greatest thing ever. I'm very happy. Um, it's not far from our office. Anyway, That's so good. in wrestling, in the sport of wrestling, you want to pin your opponent. You don't necessarily uh, sure. actually bring them to the point where you're choking them or about to bring a bone. Uh, it's, can it's like, you do that? Can, can you get a submission in wrestling? It's all about pins. I'm honestly not sure. I've never competed in it. So okay. I'm, like, I'm about to learn a lot more about it. I'll tell you all about it on, you know, if you're interested in life after Sunday. Yeah, I'm, we're going to need to have a check-in on Monday. Yeah. We're going to have to have a special <laughs> wrestling check-in, you know? Absolutely. Other other podcasts have different sorts of wrestling check-ins. It's true! Ours is Greco-Roman, it turns you out. You know, Greco-Roman, BJJ, it's, good, it's a good time. It's a good, excellent time. Uh, otherwise, I've been playing a lot more Last Guardian. We already kind of talked about awesome. that. I wrote yep. something on the site about how I think it balances... Good frustrations uh, in the form of, you know, how awesome Trico is and just how yeah. you know, sort of realistically annoying uh, the animal can be, sort of like dealing with an animal companion, and that's a really good thing. And that the controls and camera are just, they hate you. They hate you so much. And uh, it's yeah, bad. It's, it's an it's issue bad. in that game. And I wanted it to have, like, I don't know, just a couple more months. Just somebody. From somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure if they just had six more months, they really <laughs> could have just figured that out. Controls. You know, even the, the camera is awful, but it's the controls that are really the like frustrating portion mm-hmm. of it. Um, yeah, I'm t- I'm done. Like, it's not charming anymore. Yeah. Like, I, I, you know, I liked that game uh, I a wish lot it was for if it had been for 10 Trico. Hours, I would have gotten through it. Yeah. That game's too long too. It's like not justifiably as long. You know, it's not. Yeah. It's. It would be half as long. I'm glad it's out. I'm glad I played it. Yes. Also, <laughs> which is absolutely. Oh god. Absolutely true. Yeah. God. Yeah. Uh, it's a good game. I though. also. 
I also dipped a toe back into The Witcher. I put oh, another excellent. like couple of hours into The Witcher. I'm like, I'm like, okay, it's January. The main game. The yeah, the, yeah, the main game, Patrick. What? Yes. I'm not gonna. Are you where? The... Where are you? Are you at the in the final? What? I can't remember the last island is. The, no, I'm not. The... No, not even close. Okay. I'm like Good. thirty. I'm. I'm. Let me see how many hours I'm at. I'm just gonna click on Steam really quick. I am okay. thirty-one hours into The Witcher Three. Uh, I guess okay. like technically you're one fifteenth in. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm not even close. Uh, I'm 110 in, and I haven't touched the DLC, and I haven't beaten the main game yet. I'm not even... Yeah, I, so my, my hope is... So I have the DLC. I picked up the DLC finally in, like, the, the winter sale. And uh, my hope is to, like, get to a point where I can play that this year. That's that's what I want. Like, that's my... I, you know what? You should give your... Come, Austin, what? that is an unrealistic goal. You're not going to accomplish I, it. I put you should in, just try and finish it. Before Cyberpunk comes out, that gives You're you right. like four more years. several years. Yeah, you can be in the right frame of mind. Like Cyberpunk release date will get announced, and like it's coming out in 2019. It's like, all right, time for blood and wine. I'm finally, finally going to put this to bed. It. Yeah, exactly. And then and then I'll I'll save. Uh, I'll do yeah. I'll do Heart of Stone when Cyberpunk's announced, and then I'll do Blood yep. and Wine the year it's going to come out. That way, it's like roll You're good. smoothly in. I'll know. All- and then they'll delay it by 12 months or something like that, and you'll be like, I finished it. I'm good. No, I, think I should I'll- probably replay uh, Witcher Three because I forgot. <laughs> God. So yeah, so I, I did a couple of side quests. I actually ran into Letho. I did the side quest where Letho pops back up, who is like a, oh, yeah. a major character in the second game, and that was really mm-hmm. that was really good. That game's good. I just also yeah, I, yeah. It's it ruins. It, it, I resent The Witcher Three for uh, because its open world is as good as it is. It like it it actively makes me upset playing. Yeah. Like I finished Mafia Three over my break, which like. It made me actively angry because there were so many things I liked about it, mm-hmm. and the open world was so bad. Like, just I could not stand for mission a, design and open world a, in that game. Uh, for a different perspective on that, you should guys uh-huh. should, should tune in next week where we have a special Waypoint Radio episode that's me and Steve Gaynor talking about why we like the open world of, of Mafia <laughs> 3 for an hour. That happened. He pestered me until it happened. That's we just we, I recorded it this morning. It'll go up probably. I'm thinking maybe next Wednesday. I think it'll be like a special bonus yeah. hot episode. I get it. We get it. We just disagree. We just believe in the uh-huh. power of systems, Patrick. Believe in the power of collecting Playboy magazines <laughs> yeah. and having to disrupt. We believe in grenades eight, rolling eight, down eight, hills. That's eight, all it is. Eight different, eight different <laughs> people. Like, oh right, here's another guy that I've got to go kill yeah. six dudes in, a corn, in an alleyway again. Kick. Throw that dude on the ground and shoot him three times. Shoot that other guy and he'll fall over that railing and it'll look dope as hell. I stopped using silencers in that game because it was more fun to make noise. Oh yeah, you know what I, I mean. Agree. And like that to me was like the combat is just that. I just good. didn't need. Th- I just didn't need thirty hours of it. Yeah, I, I got you. That's I needed like fifteen. Yes, yes, you have a kid. I, I get it. It's yeah. it's yeah, that's fair. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to really stick with The Witcher this time and like just uh-huh. as a game that I dip. Every into. podcast we're gonna check in with you about lot, The Witcher. That's a lot of pressure. That's a lot Austin of pressure. Walker's Witcher Corner. Okay. We can do it. Right. We can do it. I, he be I have to, I'll have to do at least one quest a week, so I have something to say. <laughs> weekly, uh, so yeah, yeah, where a Weekly Witcher, you know? A weekly Witcher. Check Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Danielle. <laughs> Maybe I'll stream that every once in a while, That's my a Weekly Witcher idea. check-in. Uh, the, <laughs> Just one side quest. It's like, oh, this might be a, this might be a two-hour stream. Might be 15 might minutes. Be 15 minutes. One side quest a week. That's it. The, uh, the, the thing that I – where I'm at in The Witcher is, like, I've done some Novigrad stuff. I've met Triss. I think I have to go meet 
the bard. What yep. is his name? Uh, yeah, I know Rembrandt. What you're about. Nope, that's wrong. No, that is uh, not his name. Uh, Keep saying names though. Steven Regal. That's not it. <laughs> Why do I think it's an R name? It's not. Is it an R? What's the first letter? Rose. I don't. I don't uh, know what his name is. I just know when you say it, I'll know fuck, it. Fuck. What is the first letter? Steven uh, Regal. Um, <sighs> Scimitar. <I'm> looking. Uh, <laughs> no, this is way better. It's like a. It's like a word. It's like a. He has like a name that is a word. Do you know what I mean? I do. Yeah. Like not a name. Uh, when you search Bard Witcher Three, it just brings up a bunch of Wikipedia pages about bards. Just general bards. Okay. Yeah. D- dandelion. Uh, it's dandelion. People said D in the chat. True. Dandelion. There it is. It's I wanted you to keep going. If they hadn't given me the letter, I definitely would not have gotten there. No, his name uh, is definitely no. Steven Regal. From Steven now on, Regal. Steven Regal. <laughs> yeah, can, you, it, can someone make a mod for Witcher Three, which replaces all instances of dandelion to <laughs> Steven, Steven Regal? Regal? That's he's a and now you can't call him Steven. It is only only the full name. Please. Mr. Regal to you. Um, Mr. So yeah, I, I did. That's I, the episode. That's a podcast episode's title. Thank you. I that's have Mr. Regal uh, to you. I have like a ton of stuff in Velen still, so I was like, oh, I'm gonna go back and like clean up some of that stuff, and just because like that's an easy way to dip back to dip my toes back in the game. Like instead of trying to go do the main quest stuff, it's like, oh, I have these four quests that are basically at my level. Um, I did do the thing of like, so I was doing the the, the quest that you run into Letho, which is like at a farmhouse. That people think is haunted, like because of course oh, that's how the game. Great works. quest! It's a really good. Quest. I remember that one. It's a good, really good conclusion to that quest. Um, anyway, is can I? I'm trying to remember. Is that the one where you? I'm gonna. No, I'm not gonna spoil. I'm gonna try and speak vaguely, uh-huh. and then you can conf- confirm. Is it the one where like you find a body and the, there is a description of how this woman died that is deeply unsettling? No, it involves rats. No. I haven't seen okay, that maybe one. That's that's a a maybe that's a different this quest. Is the one, this is the one. Though, though uh, th- who knows if there's a different Letho quest based on how they... I don't know. So, the quest, the, this quest, the, the, the kind of turn was that Letho had a plan about how this thing was going to shake out. He kind of structured things such that things were going to go one way and he didn't want you to get involved. And, like, after a certain point... And then you get involved and fuck it up for him because, or I got involved because I'm I'm that dude. I have my friends. Even if my friend is maybe the assassin of, of kings, I have his back. He's a Witcher too. God damn it! You gotta look out for your for your own. You know. Uh, so yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna keep doing the side quests and, and like cleaning up Velen as much as I can, and then at some point I'll feel comfortable going back into the main. Quest. I guess the, the one thing that's like weird about the Witcher, or not weird, but it's, it's not traditional, is that like. You don't level up from doing anything except big main quest storyline stuff. Like, yep. I finished that whole quest, and I was like, one XP. I'm like, fuck <laughs> you. Just give me zero. Just give me no XP. I need, like, 300 to level up again. Just fuck off. And uh, It's fine. I like The Witcher a lot. but A tower full of mice. That's the quest you need to find. Okay. It's a side Real quest good. involving a, a woman named Kiera uh, that you'll encounter. I'll look point. for it. Oh, wait. I mm, I may have already done. We'll see. I'll look for it. I'll okay. see what I can do. Huh. All right. I think that that's everything I did over break. I answered emails. If I haven't answered your email and you're listening, I promise I'm working towards your email <laughs> as fast as I can with my vacation time. Huh. What else happened this week? I feel like I feel like I've been in my cave, like hibernating. There was a close encounter, Patrick. Uh... Patrick had a close encounter. Well, Patrick wrote about a close oh, wow. encounter. I have a, the, of the third yeah, that could mean a lot of things. Which kind? The third kind. What's the first kind? 
Uh, what's the second kind? Animal? So wait, is the third thing not an animal? It's extraterrestrial. So it's a so <gasps> second kind is a is a terrestrial. I'm just trying to get my categories straight. <laughs> I actually don't know. I mean, you know, my attempt at making encounter. this a fun segue failed like three minutes ago. I feel like it has to do with distance or like that's what the is that what it means? First, I think so. Is it like I think uh, close encounters of the third kind. Me, yeah, like. All right. May mean third kind may mean that you should actually have to see the beings. Right. Yeah. So first and kind. First kind is visual sighting. I see. Second yep. kind. I mean, a first encounter is unidentified flying object. It's just like, oh, hey, it's yep. within five hundred feet. There's this thing. Second kind is the phys- is in which a physical effect is alleged. This could be interference in a functioning of a vehicle or electronic device. Animals reacting. Like you hear a sound. And yeah. You react there has to, to be right. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And then third is. Animated creatures are present. Okay. So, like, this is the third kind encounter? 2.8. This was the third kind encounter. All right. Yeah. There are, With th- like 2.5, yeah. maybe? This anyway. Has, I have to go we, deeper because there have been extensions on this scale okay. that I did yep. not expect. There's a fourth kind. Please. Which is an, abdu- which is an abduction. That's when a, a, a human is abducted by a UFO or its occupants. The fifth kind is direct communication. I feel like that could be switched in my mind. In my mind, yeah. I want to put direct communication at four and abduction at five. Yes. I think you're right. I like, I, like, uh, Ma- I like mascot in the chat says, first kind, you see an alien. Second kind, you see an alien. Third kind. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. You get took. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, that's the fourth. Sixth is is death of a that's human be, or animal. That's the name of my of my upcoming uh, abduction script. You get took. Get took. I bet you. I, I feel like took. You is, got tooked. Took is almost definitely an alien like B movie, right? Like a like a UFO. Took? Yeah, just took. What about yeah. Chicken? It's like a it's aliens. And <laughs> yeah, the alien, the alien spinoff of Taken he, he is Tooken. The aliens, they don't speak his language, and he's you know he does his little speech. If you know the women in my life, he does a whole you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's a very You're particular set of skills. Yeah, very but he has to say it. He has to say it on his xylophone to get up. <laughs> the six, he has to com- like in Close Encounters of the Third Kind. He has to communicate it through music. Right. 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 Right, exactly. That's the it's he goes to the dag school of, of drama. <laughs> the sixth kind is death, and the seventh kind is the creation of a human alien hybrid either by sexual reproduction or artificial scientific methods. Wait, really? That is the seventh kind. Close encounters of the beyond- seventh kind, a close encounters of the third kind, triple X parody. <laughs> this ain't close encounters of the third kind, it's close encounters of the seventh kind. Wow. Do we end at seven? We end at seven. So sex is it, For apparently. Now. That's Sex the is top. the final frontier, actually. <laughs> actually. Like all things in life. <sighs> what happened with aliens this week? What, what the fuck are you Man, talking I about? Don't, what, do you want to talk about aliens? We could talk about some aliens. I want to talk about aliens. Uh, well, so there's uh, – uh, literally, there, there's been uh, 
uh, sort of this 18-month quest to discover uh, the possibility of extraterrestrials in uh, Elite Dangerous. Uh, it's a game that came out a couple of years ago. Okay. Uh, I believe started in early access and then got out and then now has been uh, filtering to consoles. Apparently, like, the Xbox One version is really good. I- and it's coming to PlayStation 4 pretty soon. Um, it's... From what I understand, like one of the best VR experiences it's really out there cool as well. VR. I decided so I've only done the VR at events, but I actually really enjoyed the time I put into that game in VR because, like, it was the first one that made it very clear what the practical application of being able to like dogfight while being able to like quickly look up and like find somebody up behind you in your cockpit, and just like the placeness of that game in those cockpits is really nice. And, and it's it's uh, you know by and large like a pretty. It's like a really steep learning curve, like so it sort of attracts like a certain type of person mm-hmm. that like is willing to get over that. Like I've read how that game is complicated enough. I think it's easier now, like they put in a lot more tutorialization. Yeah. But it was to the point where you could boot the game up and not know how to launch your ship. Like it has like that totally. level of 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 nuance and depth. So like. And also, you don't. There's combat in it, but there's not. That's not the focus. Combat is like an ancillary part, and you're largely just exploring and like running <laughs> trade routes. And so, yeah, it's, it's just I, it attracts this particular type of person. What if instead of playing The Witcher, I got back to playing more Elite Dangerous? I have like 20 <laughs> hours in Elite Dangerous, and that really like it. Shock me at all? But because yeah. it's like it's the same thing of just like I want to put on a podcast or some music yeah. and like disappear into a trade route and like do some missions. <laughs> Grind some reputation. What'd you do on your vacation? I disappeared into a trade route. Trade Where do routes. trade routes factor on the on the encounter scale? <laughs> <laughs> That's eighth. That's eighth. Close encounters eighth kind is like, yo, you went on a trade route. You went on a trade with route with an yeah. alien. I got some. I got some dilithium crystals. You have some some you know speaker parts I need for my for my ship. I'm going to give you these dilithium crystals, and I'm going to get like a dope stereo system in my in my Viper. Sounds like right. that's yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That sounds about right. So there, uh, in previous versions of Elite, uh, there's been like this one central alien species who I'm now forgetting the name uh, of. They are uh, called the Thogroth or Thargoids. something like that. Thargoids. Thargoids. Yes. Which sounds a lot cooler on the page than it does when it comes out of your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Thargoid does not sound nearly as sinister I I, when you say it. Yeah, Thargoid is a thing. Like you have to make sure the le- the like. The the hormone levels in your thyroid are like solid, <laughs> just generally. Otherwise, you just get. My doctor's always testing that for that. He's like, "Hey, hey, stop eating so much uh, fatty meats." Yep. Like your thyroid levels are just. <laughs> uh, and so uh, it's been present in, in previous games, but when Elite Dangerous for the first two years of its existence uh, has, it's been humans on their own, just you know, interacting with each other and in, in the world, but. Uh, no aliens uh, whatsoever, but you know the developers always said like, oh, you know, we'll see what things happen in the future. And they've been saying and that for like was... years since like 2012. Yeah, they've been saying that. And so 18, 18 months ago, uh, David Braben, 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 yeah, Braben. Uh, in an interview, was asked like, you know, uh, you know, what are the possibilities of there being uh, aliens that exist along alongside us? And he said, well, what are you talking about? They already are. Which was a hint that in a content update for the game, they had secretly started seeding. Um, information about uh, these aliens. And for that past 18 months has been this long uh, ARG plus sort of like discovery in in the game. So like, you know, the opposite of Frog Fractions where uh, you're, you know, doing it all outside to discover the game. This is like there are ARG elements that are interacting with players, uh, you know, like examining things in a trailer that 
uh, are in there for a fraction of a second, but there's the presence of a star, and that star can be uh, – like you can draw the coordinates from that screenshot to like go find – uh, an abandoned alien base, like all this like wild stuff that has been this really interesting mixture of marketing and in-game events and player discovery um, that culminated uh, last night in a random player on Xbox One. Uh, I, I haven't researched enough to know if like he went to a specific coordinate or stumbled upon a specific coordinate. It does appear that maybe he just stumbled upon it right. and that this was an update in the game that they were just waiting for a player to discover a cutscene. Which is the cut fucking scene. coolest shit. Um, and I'm going to be talking to them next week to like kind of figure out a little bit like how they orchestrated all this stuff because like Frog Fractions, it's also interesting when it's not set in stone. There, I'm sure this stuff was like changing and morphing based on what players were interested and in, how they were uh, reacting to it. But essentially, like you know, he warps in. He's warping from one area to the next, uh, and this video is in the the story that's on our on our site. Um, and he gets hijacked, and his his ship gets shut down, and he starts getting shot at by something. But then out of nowhere, this, like, giant, gross, organic-looking spaceship floats in, it's, takes that thing out. It's a lot, um, frankly. It's, yeah, and it's it's terrifying. It's like, like a, it's like like a it's, fleshy, it's, a really, it's like, what if there was a bunch of flesh that was rotten and then also shaped mm-hmm. like a flower, like a blossoming flower, and also that was a spaceship? Rot flower. Yeah, it's a very, uh, it, it definitely feels like very, like, Geiger-esque. Yeah. Um, um, like, just, like, weirdly organic, like, a, just, a, it's, or maybe maybe more Lovecraftian than, than Geiger. Yeah. Um, there's, not as many, there's not as many sex organs on, <laughs> so, <laughs> on, this, on, this, on this alien. But anyway, so, uh, and then the ship sort of uh, analyzes you and then disappears. Um, and, you're, and then your ship turns back on and you're left to go, what just happened? And uh, it's just it's, it's this incredibly cool moment. There's uh, a link to a piece uh, in Eurogamer from really early in 2016 um, where they were kind of following uh, players as they were discovering this yeah. stuff. But um, uh, by all indication, this is just beginning of a much larger event uh, that sort of uh, introduced the aliens. But just I-, I love these sorts of moments where players these sorts of like dis- these feel organic but like are clearly in some ways orchestrated moments mm-hmm. are just incredibly cool. Yeah, like uh, you have to wonder like has there been so like the Elite Dangerous universe is massive. It's not infinite. It's not it's not like the the 18 billion trillion planets, quintillion planets of No Man's Sky. It is it is like a specific set universe that was procedur- that was mostly procedurally generated. Um and it's so big that, like, it takes you, for real, a long time to get to certain places in it. And so, like, in my heart of hearts, the dream I have is just like, oh, yeah, the Thargoids have always been in this quadrant of space so far away that no one in their right mind would ever get there to explore it, you know? They were like the Borg. Yeah. They're, exactly. Exactly like that. Yeah. There there was um a group last year that, like, made a point of crossing the entire galaxy to, like, as, as like, a big unit of explorers who were just like, we're going to start here and we're going to go all the way through. And reading about their exploits was really, was really fascinating. It's, it's, it's one of those games that's like, there's cool stuff happening there and I wish I had more time to pay attention, you know? Well, it's it's not. Uh, it, it feels like for me, it has a similar quality to Eve. Like Eve is more, way more impenetrable yeah. to the average person than than Elite, but it shares some similar qualities in that I have spent no time playing Eve or Elite, but I've spent a lot of time reading stories about the cool stuff happening in those games. Like Elite seems to have tapped into something that's like super difficult to pull off, and probably not something you can do purposely it's just sort of a, a mixture of what a game brings and the kind of players that are attracted to it in which just they start doing fascinating things within it 
Um, and, and Elite for you know has become one of those games where that happens. And certainly they encourage it just like CCP encourages it in EVE. But, you know, I, I feel like, you know, it, there's a bit of a little bit of luck of the draw there and whether your game becomes one of those. Yeah, totally. The, um, in the chat, Sparkletone said that, like, despite the name of the game, I would never expect Elite Dangerous to be scary. That video clip is fucking scary. It's yeah. doubly scary, but I actually think that the Elite Dangerous is actually a kind of a scary game for the for for the first part of the jump scare there, or like not the jump scare, but like being pulled out of your hyperdrive is a thing that can happen in Elite. Like you're jumping from place to place and a pirate can just like grab your ship and, and kind of like yank you out if if they line up their attack right, basically. Um and if you can't fend them off. And that feeling of being like pulled out of your jump is already frightening and like disorienting and so like i love that they built the alien encounter off of that like it that's what feels like is happening at first and then it's like oh shit this whole other thing is happening that so far eclipses the thought of like being attacked by a pirate um it's it's they it's really good i wish i had more especially time. like the idea of like this one random person finding it yeah. and not know like like the idea the idea of you have stumbled upon something like this that you know it's not like you're oh i'm going around the corridor right. and then something scary might happen right. like this is an otherwise like mundane event in which like oh like everything everything about that when you the context you like it's already a, a very chilling sort of scene watching it unravel but like the context like gave me goosebumps as i had like a better understanding of like how this player had this one singular experience right. that none of us will ever have and, like, to that level thankfully was recording because can you imagine the version of this that's like the person just says like no i swear there was an a- there was an alien <laughs> i got pulled well, and that's it's the benefit of these machines constantly uh, right. monitoring gameplay. Like the, it's it's something that could not have existed. Was this an Xbox? Ten years ago, was this an Xbox player or was this? Yeah. A, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, totally. So yeah, if I had been playing, so on the PC, PC, that's not that's not really possible unless you're. I guess Windows Windows Ten does do that if you're using their game app. But yeah, like, but it's just something that, that without uh, like really advanced tech that most people couldn't afford or use. Yep. Just w- this sort of sharing wouldn't have been possible totally. ten years ago. Totally. All right. I think. With that, it's time to dip into the question bucket. Yeah. I know I've said that I've been, you know, on on vacation all this time, but uh but he hasn't. I did <laughs> I I did add a lot of questions to the old bucket here. Yeah. You know, mm. do you remember what the number was the last time we talked about the bucket? How many questions were in there? Thirty something. Uh, Off the top of your head? It's like thir- thirty something. Thirty something. Right. It was like thirty something. This document is now fifty pages long. Um Great. I I added a hundred and eight <laughs> There's 107 questions Woo! in this bucket now. We're going to have to do one. We're at 24-hour charity live stream. We'll answer all, all your, questions. your questions. Let's go. Keep, keep them coming. 107 questions Let's have in a the close, bucket. close question encounter. Sounds we got good. buckets. Yeah. Let, give me a number between 1 and 107. If you have a question, you can send it to gamingadvice.com. Use the subject question. And then maybe some other words, but include question for sure. <laughs> <laughs> give me, give me a question. Give me a number. Danielle, do it. Yeah, Danielle, I want, give me, give me a number. All right, we're gonna go with my uh, my number from when I played lacrosse. It's number six. Uh-huh. Oh well, that's okay. Well, that's gonna be an old question. Uh, <laughs> that's gonna be that question. That's an old. Okay. This this ties into something we were saying uh, earlier. This this one comes in from Simon uh, in Sweden. Hello there, Vice. During the summer, I've been determined to finish off some of my backlog. (laughs) 
I've beaten several games I thoroughly enjoyed, but unfortunately, a number of which I haven't enjoyed at all. Should I feel bad for not completing games? I feel like the feeling of wasting money is the issue here, but also I feel like I should play some of the games because other people love it, even though I'm not feeling it. Many thanks from Simon in Sweden. My like gut is like, I don't give a fuck what other people think. Mm-hmm. Like, if you feel like you have better uses of your time, like, please, by all means. Like, obviously, I think there's value in like, hey, what do other people see here? But we're not here in, in that much time, you know? We don't have that much yes. time on this planet, you know? Also, I don't think you should feel bad about your behaviors. Like, I, I don't think you should feel bad about media consumption if it was an ethically produced piece of entertainment, if that makes sense. Right. Like, you, yeah. I think you can feel bad about things that, that were made, that somebody got hurt in the making of it, and you can, sure. you can argue all sorts of things. But as a general rule, I think that things that you do at your leisure um, should not make you... I mean, this is not like, oh, you should not feel bad. I'm not wagging a finger. I'm saying, like, as a general rule... <laughs> There are other things to feel bad about. And, uh, you know, like, like let yourself enjoy what you want and take what you want, get the value out of something that you want, and then focus the negative energy elsewhere, if you can, if you're capable of doing that. Yeah, I I think, like, I'm trying to go back and play The Witcher because I want to play The Witcher, not because somebody else insists that I should. Um, and I think, like, if everyone in the world was like, The Last Guardian is the best game ever, I still, you know, I, I've spoken about it a lot with Naughty Dog games, which, which I, you know, I've played through the first two uh, Uncharted games, and I played through Last of Us, and I never played uh, Uncharted 3, I never played Uncharted 4, I don't think I'm gonna, uh, you know, if I ever do, I can very clearly imagine a scenario in which I start it and just don't finish it, and, like, it's okay to know your taste and to not be part of the conversation and to not complete everything. And also I just like people drop off a of shit all the time and it is okay. Like I feel like there's something instilled in, in a lot of us at a young age. Like if you start a book, you finish the book. If you start a, right. a movie, you finish the movie. It's hard to walk away. From, like it's, it can be hard to do that, but like, I think we need to let ourselves do that sometimes. I don't know. Patrick, what do you think? Yeah, I, I, I definitely don't drop shit. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> I, I, I get like you know, I just I get invested in wanting to see it through with most things. I mean, I also like I don't tend I wouldn't do that with something I actively disliked. Yeah. But there are like let's say there are plenty of scenarios. Uh, Mafia Three was a great example of like really strong start was like lots of things I enjoyed about it, and then I I was I could tell like. Oh, this is what this game yep. is, and it's just going to do this for like another fifteen hours. Is it worth that for the bits I like? And I probably should have just watched the cutscenes on YouTube yeah. because to get to the couple of bits I liked made me resent the game. Right, and that's partially the game's fault. That's partially my fault for like I wish the game and the parts I didn't like were better. But also, I was punishing myself by like, okay, I'm just going to keep doing this. Yep. I'm just going to keep doing this so I can get to the part that I like. Uh, and I, I probably could have found a better way to enjoy those things. Right. I just like, for me, there's this thing of like, a, a book or a movie or a game or an album, like, it doesn't. And I, I say this as someone who literally only really listens to music and albums. Like, I listen to albums as a thing instead of singles, instead of, like, outside of handcrafted mixtapes. I pretty much only listen to music in, in album format. And 
I still think that we should move away from the, like the consumptive model of like, oh, gotta finish finish your meal, you know? Um, maybe because I, maybe it was just like the way life works sometimes. It's like who has lots of people just don't have the time. Lots of people just don't have the time to commit to a thing that way. On the other hand, I definitely do think there is value as a critic going through something and like, how do they do they stick the landing? Do they like? Yeah, for sure. Do they, does this all congeal at a certain point? Does it all fall apart at the end? So like, I'm not saying I'm done playing games through to the end in any way. I'm just trying to let myself have that like escape valve. Because it's not like there's a limit on how many other cool things there are for me to check out, you know? So, yeah. Can I just say, <clears throat> this, this, this in the chat, Orpheus94 says, Yeah, Watch Dogs 2 I mostly enjoyed. But by the second to last mission, I just had enough and uninstalled no regrets. I could not do you that. Do it. There's no You're like there is no scenario in any world at that point. Yeah. I could not that like reading that stresses me out. <laughs> yeah, go like finish Orpheus, it. I will go and finish the game for you, brother. <laughs> or sister. It's a that game ends poorly. That game ends poorly. But I just in my like and again, this is me and this is like You're so I close. end up playing you're so close to finish the mission, man. It's right there. Come on. It's right there. The finish line. I get right it. There. I get it. Believe me. And and I will say there are things that do gnaw at me, right? Like I I'm they gnaw at me when I know I would enjoy it and I just fucked up. Right. Like I feel like a fuck like how have I not fucking finished The Witcher? What is wrong with like come on. Like deprioritize some other shit. Like there's definitely elements of that for me. Um especially when it's when it's something that I feel hasn't necessarily gotten its due. Like I'm kicking myself right now for having not played the Silver Case, which is the the first game, the game that that Flower Sun and Rain is almost a parody of. And I love Flower Sun and Rain, and haven't played the Silver Case. I'm like, what is wrong with you all? It's like, go fucking play the Silver Case, do it. <laughs> and it's it can be hard to do that sometimes. Like it it's we get we get distracted with things. Like sometimes you just want to boot up State of Decay or. Dragon's Dogma on your vacation for like an hour instead of putting time. I'll go run some it. trade routes. Right, I want to run some trade routes. That's all I want to do. <laughs> I want to play games that don't. Well, you just need you need like a separate computer connected to a separate monitor that is just running trade routes. Like you're working. I'm working. I, but like your trade I, routes are also I'm working. I'm making money. I'm making money. You know, it's too different. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's all cur- it's all currency. It's, it's all you just spend yeah. it in different places. Oh, exactly. Fox Ear is talking in chat about having never finished one of their favorite games, Banjo Kazooie. That's yeah. You know what? I have a deep regret of huh. uh, Final Fantasy six slash three. One of my favorite. Oh, we're letting it all out. Not just JRPG. One of my one of my favorite RPGs of all time. And uh, when I rented it from the family video, uh-huh. and uh, uh, out here the bat the internal battery died on no. the cartridge when I made it to the final island where you're going to fight Kefka in the Shadow World right. or whatever that second, yeah, the uh, second half, half of the, the game, game is. Yeah. Uh, and it erased all my progress. And I didn't have, like, I didn't have it in me. Because especially, like, the way I played those games when I was, like, a young teenager, like, I'm sure I'd invested, you know, 120 hours into it, maxing everything out and doing all the nonsense. I just couldn't muster the energy to do it all over again. And so it's one of my favorite games, but I've never seen the ending. And I've always just kind of held out hope they're going to, like, maybe not do a remake of that game yeah, in what, a Final Fantasy VII remake fashion, but some sort of, like, I don't know, revisiting of that game that I could justify going back and doing it in a non-emulator yeah. uh, fashion. But it still bugs me. Now I'm upset. Mass Effect? Now I'm upset. Mass Effect. Uh, uh, Metal Gear Solid 2 was a game that was one of my favorites for years and I could never finish because my copy 
had a scratch on it that made the last cutscene stop playing <laughs> like two minutes in. Yeah, 100%. I could load up that save, beat the final boss, and every time it would be... And the final boss is a fucking drag. The final boss oh, yeah. goes. And so, like, I had to do that again and again. I was like, maybe this time it won't, it won't break. And this was, like, obviously in the era before YouTube, right? This was, like, when that game first came out. I couldn't just go look up the ending online, like, the video of it. I had to, I, like, read a transcript. And I was like, I guess that all makes sense. Oh, no. Memes and genes. Information control. Fake news. Like, I get it. Cool. Uh... And so, yeah. But, but I've since seen the ending of that game. I, I, but it's still, like, it is a, a sore spot for me. Just, like, I wish I had been the one to finish that game in my life and not mm-hmm. seeing somebody else. Oh, there's a lot. There's a lot of uncompleted stories out there. Danielle, do you have anything that was, like, you wish you would have finished it? So many. God, so yeah. many. I mean, Witcher 3 is hilarious. Like, I legitimately spent more than 100 hours in that game and still have not beaten the main quest. Because I went you to every. Because so I'm, I'm a crazy person who like enjoys going to every ridiculous right. thing and running like on my feet and not my horse to like get the whole atmosphere. And I'm never going to finish that game. Not going to happen. Game, horse. But I, you know, I'm somewhere near the end, and then I'll probably play the DLC. Like it's, it's yeah. ridiculous. It is a game you do need to you uh, one. Um, to get the full satisfaction of like certain things in the DLC, you absolutely need to like finish the main game. Okay. Like you can't jump around. Okay. Like and you should you have to play it in order. Okay. Uh, I didn't realize like, that. I thought if you're gonna commit to it, like commit to it because there are just certain things that uh, happen and in, okay. in some of the DLCs that are like well worth like well worth just saying at some point. Okay, I'm going to mainline. I'm just going to do yeah. the story stuff. I just need to get the ending so my save game marks that I have finish the main quest right um because there are some things that you won't see in the dlc that are like some of the best story payoffs uh uh in the in in, in the series really i mean I, I i didn't play the first one but i i love the awesome. second one right well i'm gonna just have to do that at some point i we'll have our witcher check-ins every yeah. every week Weekly and see witcher. where we're at you guys can both you guys can both play it at the same time it's a race on witcher wednesdays right Such a great and idea. you can we'll just, just cut between the two wait, videos wait, witcher that's wednesdays. it yeah Waypoint Witcher Wednesday. <laughs> Waypoint, getting around to your game of the year 2015 in 2017. Yeah, 2017. Oh. It's perfect. Listen, we're a game. We're, why we why we play games and culture? Mm-hmm. That's us. Waypoint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why we play The Witcher? That's Sometimes the culture doesn't happen. It's, you don't have to be at the breakneck pace. You know what I mean? We don't always talk about the press cycle, Patrick. We don't always have to talk about whatever the new hot shit is. Sometimes we can go back into the the vault and find, you know, underloved classics like The Witcher, <laughs> hidden gems, if you will, like The Witcher Three. It's uh, it's it'll be good to keep checking in and see if either of us keep this promise. I think that's wise. It's a great idea. I think that's gonna do it for us this week. With that, with that, with that, the uh, promise to keep playing The Witcher Three. You can find me on the internet at Austin underscore Walker on Twitter, Austin Walker Games on Facebook. Patrick, where can people find you on the internet? Find me uh, at Patrick on Twitter. Twitter. Patrick on Twitter. Okay. Sorry, I'm trying to answer questions I, off, I saw. Off, off to the side as well. Uh, and uh, you can find me at uh, Pete Klepek on Facebook. Danielle, what about you? I am at Danielle R.I. on Twitter and Danielle Riendo Writer on Facebook. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Yeah. Good. Well, you can find everything Vice does on Twitter at... Not Vice. That's not true. I was like, wait, this sounds wrong on my mouth. 
that's not everything Waypoint does on Twitter at twitter.com slash Waypoint. We're also Waypoint Vice on YouTube, on Facebook, on the IG, kind of everywhere else. So look us up there, Waypoint Vice. And uh, be sure to, again, write us in questions, uh, gamingadvice.com, subject header question, if you want to get your, your question in the old bucket. It might be a couple weeks before I put more questions in the bucket, yeah. because... It's pretty full. But we'll still skim from the top, the way we've been doing on Monday, so look forward to that. A lot of good stuff coming up uh, next week. Uh, like I said, I'm going to do that. We just had that special one-off podcast with Steve Gaynor about uh, T- Tacoma developer, Gone Home developer, Fulbright Company co-founder. Um, Steve Gaynor about Mafia 3 because we both just like that game a bunch. So look forward to that next Wednesday. Anything else happening that people are, are excited about that, that we should we should wet the whistle for? Switch yeah. next week, man. Switch next some week. details about that, that I'm gonna, Switch. I, I'm going to that Switch event and I hope I can touch it. I hope they let me touch the Switch. There is a there is a uh, report from Eurogamer, Eurogamer who's had a lot of good uh, uh, Switch reports. Uh Saying that that new Mario game is just straight up done. No, like it is way. sitting on a fucking hard drive somewhere, just waiting for me. Game of the Year 2017 is just is just in the air. Someone's gonna go. Ah. What happens if Marcus from Watchdog just goes and gets us? The yeah, that's Mr. Robot. Mr. Go get me that Mario. <laughs> Mr. Robot, go get me that Mario. Thank you, Mr. Mr. Robot. Ro- I think Mr. <laughs> I, think, I think Mr. Robot is the one who's talking on that Twitch stream though. <laughs> It is. I checked in on that Twitch stream, by the way. For people who don't know what the fuck we're talking about, there's a, it's, what is it? It's twitch.tv slash chat. And I peeked in earlier, and there was a conversation. One of them has a boyfriend because, because the boyfriend is a pirate. It's two, two Google homes, right? Is that what that device sure. is? Sure. I believe you. And one of them is a one of them was a ninja. One of them was a pirate. The the robots are talking to each other, and I want them to hack me the Mario. Yeah. Please hack yeah. me the Mario. Hack the Gibson and give me the Mario. Oh, one uh, uh, shout out to uh, this weekend starting uh, on January eighth, Sunday. Uh, awesome games done quick. Oh, yes. yeah. uh, the winter one uh, is uh, starting. Um, there's always a lot of amazing stuff. I'm sure we'll be writing about a bunch of them uh, next week, just because there's just because they're the fucking so much best cool stuff that happens. Super cool yeah. and good. Yes, they're they're so dope. So so pay attention to that. We will be back on Monday with the next episode, episode twenty nine on Monday of Waypoint Radio. We have 29 of these in the can already, and that's that that ain't bad. Yeah. And that's just a Waypoint Radio. That's not even of... of... Yeah, I'll say, is that, are we actually further than that because of uh, Vice Gaming's new podcast? Maybe not. We must not. I don't be. know. That must be 29. Yeah, that, that, that sounds right, because, like, more than that, and you start yeah. getting into the year territory. Uh, 29 is half a year. We've been doing it since September. Yeah, half a year. That, that sounds right. Uh, close enough. Close enough. Thanks, as always, for joining us, and thanks to Bowen for letting us use his track, Miss You, off the EP Pale Machine. Go to waypoint.zone slash B-O-E-N for more info on that. Everybody else, though, I just want you to do like me. Take this weekend for, like, a time to chill and relax, unless you have work, in which case, good luck with that, because that's that's a whole other thing, you know? All right, y'all. Peace. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. 
Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.